All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucksters? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin. This is my podcast, WTF. I'm not home. I, uh, I got to be honest with you, as maybe you can tell from the last episode of my show, if you listen, I've been a little cranky, a little out of sorts, a little on edge, and I am still that. But I'm going to try to track it. I'm going to try to uh, I'm going to try to be happy for all of us. That's what I'm going to try to do. I'm going to try to be chipper for everyone. I'm in Atlanta. I just got here. I'm here for one more day of shooting of uh, the film Respect, and it's a uh, it's a church scene. It's going to take place. What it's what it's representing. What we are filming is Aretha's recording. Uh, of her Amazing Grace concert, which, oddly, I just watched on the airplane flying out here. It's kind of profound in a way, and I tried to find Jerry Wexler among the people in the film. Sidney Pollack shot the film. I guess Spike Lee had something to do with sort of resurrecting the pieces of the film. Something went wrong with it. I don't know the exact story. The record is great. That's been reissued and is the biggest selling gospel album of all time to this day uh, but the film was uh somehow incomplete and uh they they've they've put something together but it's interesting to see aretha doing that concert or that it's really a church service knowing where she was at in her life and what she was going through and how much she needed to connect to her spirituality and just seeing her digging within herself to find those songs to connect with those gospel songs that she'd known she was since she was a kid it was kind of it was kind of wild to watch that with new eyes after having done this movie for a while and know the story a, a bit more about where she was at and what was going on. And there's and Jerry Wexler is in the documentary very little. I was hoping to glean uh, a bit of information in terms of what I might be wearing or how my facial hair looked. But I think we're just going to keep it steady, and I'll be wearing something 70s-ish. Probably not-ish. Probably exactly from the 70s. I'll be wearing something from the 70s, no doubt. So I'm here in Atlanta, and uh, I'm, I'm a little unhinged. I've completely slipped off of my righteous eating behavior. I think something to do with my back being fucked up and not being able to exercise and, uh, you know, having gone through the holidays and not quite wrangled it back in. I am strung out. I'm fucking sugar and meat and garbage. And I can feel the pounds coming back. And for those of you who know me, not a great place to be. Not a great place for any of us to be where you just feel it happening you can't stop it from happening and all i'm thinking about is fucking ripping into those kit kat bars in the whatever you call it yeah they got some shit in the room i already went through the cashews they gave me some trail mix as a welcoming thing it's fucking there's mini twix there's kit kats over there pringles i don't give a shit about pringles i don't care about chocolate chip cookies fuck it man now Everything's looking pretty good. That's not true. It's not. There's a lot of things that aren't looking good, but let's go over these dates, okay? Like tonight, I'm in Cleveland, Ohio at the Agora Theater. There might be a few tickets left. I don't know. Tomorrow, I'm in Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Fountain Street Church. That's Friday night, and there's definitely tickets left for this. I don't know what Grand Rapids is all about. I've done the festival there. I can't remember it was okay. It seems I, I remember it being a clean city, but I don't know what how they feel about Mark Marin. I've sold about 600, 700 tickets 
in a place that seats like 1,800. I could use some more people there, but not if they're going to be shitty people. I'm glad you're coming. But, you know, I don't need it. I don't need the, the half a house business. I could have played a smaller place if there was one. Maybe there wasn't one, but that that's the situation. And I'm just letting you know where I'm at. You know, not all comics will let you know. Look, I, there are some cities I can sell a few thousand tickets. There are some cities I can sell 800. What are you going to do? I'm fine with it. And I hear that they also have AA meetings at that church, so I might double up. Going to do a show and get fucking straight with the sobriety thing. Maybe unload some of this bile. Maybe get myself out of this dry zone, this brittle, resenting, self-loathing zone into something more self-loving and open and ready-to-share zone. Yeah? Maybe I quit shoving shit in my mouth for five minutes. That would happen easier. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, that show's tight. That's a, yeah, I'm, I'm almost sold out over there. Turner Hall Ballroom, Saturday night. February 1st, then I'm in Orlando, Florida. Come down, it'd be nice to have you, February 14th, Valentine's Day show. Promise by then I'll feel really full of love that I will share with you all. Uh, then I'm in uh, Tampa, Florida at the Straz. That's looking good, a lot of tickets sold there, February 15th. Portland, Maine, State Theater, February 20th. Providence, Rhode Island, that's looking good. Columbus Theater, February 21st. New Haven, Connecticut, at College Street Music Hall, February 22nd. I'm at the Huntington in New York, the Paramount, February 23rd. You can go to WTFPod.com slash tour for links to all the venues. And I, you know, I can't promote it any more than I have. I mean, if you didn't, if you don't know I'm coming, I did everything I could. Did I mention my guest today is Ben Bailey? I I have always liked Ben Bailey. He's the host of Cash Cab. Many people love that show. It's back. And uh, it's on Bravo right now. It's also He's also on tour across the country. You can go to therealbenbailey.com for venues and tour dates. But I've always thought he was an uh, interesting guy, funny guy, tall guy, but something dark and brooding inside of him. I didn't know what it was, but we talked many years ago and more vulnerable points in both of our lives that he doesn't seem to remember, but I remember. I don't, I don't remember when or where it happened. But we got caught up, and it was it got pretty interesting. There was uh, fish involved, coral. There was coral involved in a fairly profound way, I think. But that's coming your way. It's about to happen. Enjoy that. I'm in this fancy room. They put. I've been staying at this hotel on and off for months now, and uh, they put me in this on the top floor. And directly across from me is an apartment building with a wall of windows into apartments, so I can I just see like. You know, hundreds of little boxes of different lives. And some of the lights are on, some TVs are on, kind of looking for people walking around. But I, yeah, I'm not being weird. I'm not, uh, I don't have binoculars. I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here with the lights out and my windows open looking for something to happen. I would, I would be nice to just look across and maybe see someone sitting at their desk compulsively eating shit that's not great for them. Maybe also doing a podcast. What are the odds of that? Sadly, very high. There's got to be someone in that building across the way that's doing a podcast. Maybe not right now. Maybe not tonight. But tomorrow or the next day. That's where we're at as a culture. I'm pretty sure that in that building that looks like it has probably about 40 floors and maybe five, 600 units. There's got to be someone who calls himself a stand-up comic and maybe two people 
doing podcasts. That's what I say. But I don't see anybody just sitting there eating sadly because I would wave to them. I, but that would be weird, right, if I just sat here and I locked into somebody over there just sitting there eating ice cream at a kitchen counter and I just stood up and I started waving my 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 arms frantically just to connect with them. But it, it sort of looked like, save me, save me, can you help me, please? And they would call the police and say there's someone in trouble on the 26th floor of the Lowe's Hotel. Maybe you should send somebody over. But really the cry for help was was from myself. And that's what I would tell the cops. Are you okay, sir? Yeah, I was just, I was in trouble and I was kind of drowning in, in my own sort of self-flagellation and self-pity and darkness and self-loathing. So I was, I was actually just waving. I was trying to connect with somebody. I felt, felt the same way across the way. But they obviously misinterpreted it and they ratted me out. They knew what was going on because they're in the same place. And they thought, look at that sad fuck drowning in himself. I'm going to call the cops, make life difficult for them. Nah, that's not it. There was that. They were probably actually concerned. None of this happened. I'm making it up. So I'm looking forward to going to Cleveland. I think I'm, I'm toying with uh, killing myself with food. It's where you get to, I'm at a certain age here. I'm right on the line, man. I am 56 years old. I can see it starting to happen in my face, in my head. In my, you know, I can feel like there's a transition you make. Or I, I was you know, middle-aged, and then you just sort of become old. But I still, I'm holding up. But there's part of me, like, given the fact that, like, you know, I got no kids, I got no wife, got no debt. My cats are diminishing slowly. And the world is uh, difficult. So why not eat what I want to the point where I just clog my heart up and it seizes? Why not enjoy? But then, you know, the other part of me is like, Dude, doesn't it feel good to be healthy? Doesn't it feel good to be in shape? Doesn't it feel good to be skinny? But yeah, but if I'm too skinny, I look really old. I was looking at pictures of myself. I look at myself on TV. Like last year, Glow, that season of Glow, I looked emaciated and weird and my fingers were skinny and it was odd, but I felt great. I was looking at myself in the mirror thinking this is fucking perfect. And I look 75 years old. So maybe if I can just accept the fact that I'm going to put on like 10, 20 pounds, my face will get fat, my pants will get tight, my shirts will get fat and tight, and I'll be all fucking kind of like, you know, like breathing badly and sweaty, just, you know, getting up to go to the bathroom. But I will, I'll look my, I, I, I won't look old. I'll be filled up with fat and pork and butter, just puffy from butter. That's what I'm going to be. I want to be puffy from butter and uh, a little out of shape so I have a, a sort of shine to me. Maybe I should just put butter on my face. Anyway, enjoy that fucking ice cream over there in that apartment building. Look at me waving at you. Look at me waving at you. Help. Help me. <laughs> Help me. My back feels a little better. Thanks for asking. So Ben Bailey... Um, this is, this is a good conversation. They've been, they've been good lately. This is the one thing maybe when I get into the zone, I, you know, I, my need for connection is, uh, 
It's just like the, the old days, the old WTFs. Really got to get in there. Really got to connect. Really got to feel the humanity of the people that I talk to. So as I said before, Ben is uh, on Cash Cab. It's on Bravo, and he's on tour now, and he's going to be for a while. You can uh, you can go to therealbenbailey.com for venues and tour dates. And this is me back in the uh, in the house talking to Ben Bailey. Where are you living now? Uh, I live in Jersey. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. you're still back there. Yeah. Now, like, from my recollection, you did cash cab for a while, mm-hmm. and then you were out. There was no cash cab. Yeah, for- For, uh, like, a, a long time. For almost four years. Hmm. And then- uh, Was that the dark period? It was a little dark. It was a little <laughs> bit of a relief, though, honestly, because, yeah. uh, you know, we had made a lot of episodes. I had spent a lot of time in driving that thing in People New York love City the traffic. Thing. They, they do. Lo- they do. Yeah. They love. It. <laughs> and but, I do too. But you know, you could burn out on something, especially something that's as involved as. Believe that. me, I I've been doing this podcast ten years, and I'm <laughs> barely listening to you. Right now. <laughs> so you understand. Then. <laughs> Sometimes people get out of the cab, and the crew will be talking about the people that were just in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm and like, like, I don't know who you're talking. Who? About. When what? Did, when did what that do they happen? look like? <laughs> what did know. they say? How did I, I just mean, like. How did I miss that? Yeah, you're just on autopilot. I get it. No, I'm not. I'm definitely not. I'm still. Well, I'm you, still engaged you're still engaged yes okay, good congratulations <laughs> but like i i'm trying to remember like i remember like i can't remember when we first met because you're not like you're not of my generation you're like the next one after me yeah right? i feel like i'm i'm behind uh like but at I least half when, a generation of comedians behind you yeah i remember yeah, when you were a younger man mm-hmm. and you wore a hat often i believe i did oh my god <laughs> i forgot <laughs> I forgot the backward hat. Yeah, My grandfather gave me that hat. It was like a cap. Yeah, it was like- It wasn't a baseball cap. It was like an Irish cap cap, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. Yes. Yep, I still I, have it. You do? Yeah. But you, you hung it up. I hung it up, yeah. But where where did you come from originally? Uh, well, I've kind of all over the place. Were uh, you an East Coast guy? Yeah, but I was born in Kentucky, of all places. I lived in Michigan outside Kentucky. of Detroit for a while. Was your family in Kentucky? My family was mostly in Michigan. Uh, Michigan people? Yeah, yeah, Michigan Irish, kind of yeah. more uh, the Bailey. My Bailey is more English than oh, Irish, right? but it's probably aren't there are there Irish Baileys? There are, yeah, 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 but not yours. Mine, no, mine are. <laughs> we look down on the Irish Baileys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're my, crazy. Yeah, <laughs> out of control the Irish Baileys. But yeah, so mostly Michigan, but then ended up living in Kentucky. My dad got a job working for General Electric. Oh. Switched from General Motors to General Electric. So he was uh, like a corporate guy. He was a computer guy. Oh, really? When computers- early, early, When they had cards? Yes. Yeah. One of the- Actually, it's an interesting story about yeah. my dad. Uh, they went- they, My parents both went to Oakland in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Oakland uh, University. Yeah. And he stayed for the summer, and they got some- On some program, they got one of the first- one of the two first computers in the country. Like the IBM kind? The with giant, the... like the univ- like it's a whole room, you know? Yeah, it's, but it's, it wasn't like with stacks of cards. It was. They yeah, communicated right. it with it. Right. He and this other guy oh, right. spent the summer learning how to communicate with the thing. Uh-huh. And, uh, <laughs> and and they actually got it to do some pretty amazing stuff. Yeah. Uh, some pretty cool mathematical stuff that they were noted for. Uh-huh. Uh, but they had to make cards. They had to punch holes, patterns of holes in cards and feed them in. Yeah. And like, so that's where he started. That's where his love of computers started. So he was And he's there. still in it now. So, you know. It was like ground zero for computers. Yeah. 
That was yeah, like, and now he looks at our, you know, everybody's got a supercomputer in their pocket or but two. But does he, has <laughs> he stepped like, up? Does he understand the evolution of it? He does, yeah. He I would still think does so. It. Yeah. Like when it may, when they got rid of the cards and they went to disks or floppies or, and yeah. then the language, what was it? Uh, uh, basic, yeah, basic, Pascal or Cobalt. What? Cobalt. Yeah. So he was up to speed with all that shit? He was, yeah. I mean, my basement, no yeah. one had a computer. Before right. we had computers in the schools, we had, our basement was filled with computers. Like what? Like really? Yeah, TRS eighties from Radio Shack oh. is what he was using because he was, you know, that was whatever work he was doing. Those were the ones he could get access to and use. At so the time. he was an an early adapter, yeah, of the computer. Dude, he my honestly, my dad is like a computer genius. Like, yeah, he just knows them so well. Yeah, from that starting point that well, he you, just if like you, if you if you're one of the first people to learn how to communicate <laughs> yeah totally like, we have to learn how to talk to this machine like we were giving him a hard time the kids like there's no games yeah. it's pretty cool but there's no games so he like wrote a program and made centipede on the computer yeah out of brackets the centipede was brackets yeah O's were in place of the mushrooms, and then you had a little bracket somehow turned up that you fired from. Yeah. It was amazing. We were just like, how? He made it? He made it. Before he wrote the, the actual game existed? No, no, no. <laughs> Centipede already existed, the real one. <laughs> I think he missed Yeah, there's an a big lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> but he, so that was impressive? Yes. We were like, oh my God. How he many He really kids? is good at this. Just two, my sister and I. And she, uh, what she do? She actually uh, does... A, kind of public speaking as well. She trains people to use different types of software and stuff. So She's she, a computer person? Yep. She travels around, does freelance, your teaches mom, people. Is your mom a computer person? No. Hmm. No. She's a like creative type writer. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was always a writer. Are they still married? Yes, they are. Isn't that amazing? It is amazing, yeah. Considering... My marriage is over. Yeah, I, I <laughs> Theirs of, is still going. <laughs> I feel like you and I had a conversation during that period of time. When I was getting divorced? Mm. I think we did. Yeah, maybe a random I don't know, at yeah. the store. Is that what it was? Chat, I, maybe. Well, I feel like it was like more in depth than that. There, I don't know where it would have been. I don't know if it was here. You think it was here? No, no, it was at uh, a party. Maybe didn't. Maybe we went to Cantor's. Oh, was it? I think we went to Cantor's one night with who? Me, you, and uh, I always feel like there's a third. Nate. Oh, Bargetti. Nate, Nate Brigate, as I call him. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I yeah. Think we had a, that was right around the time that I was. Uh, well, uh, I had been through it, but it was still lingering. Well, I just remember there was a time where it was like you were playing guitar and you had a, a, a band in a studio at your house. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And <laughs> I the, still those, all those things are still true. The woman was it was just there was problems. Yes, there were but problems. You, <laughs> but you're leaning into the guitar a little more. I was, I really was. Yeah, we, wow, now maybe that's a conversation that I don't remember. We really must have gotten into it. Was <laughs> yeah. I, was I maybe a little bit drunk? I don't when know. We, when we had that, because no. I really was. I went like, went to a very dark place through my divorce and I wrote some dark music. Oh, well, we got to get, let's work up to that. Let's, okay, uh, okay, let's, yeah, let's, sorry. That's, that's third act shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so you're growing up in Michigan. Your mm -hmm. dad's a GE in Michigan? He was at General Motors back then. In Michigan. And then finishing he... school and stuff. Oh, so. but when he, so he had you when he was pretty young? Yeah, they were pretty young, yeah. Uh, so that's why they're like, are they, they're, what are they, in their 70s? Yep, 75. A little younger than my folks. So, all right, so when do you move, like when does he go to General Electric? Uh, like when did you move? 78. And you moved to where? To Louisville, Kentucky. So you did high school in Louisville? No, I, no then we uh, moved to Michigan, back to Louisville, and then to Jersey, mm. uh, which is based, that's, 
pretty much where I grew up. So you know? Jersey, I was nine, I think. When we so Jersey's there. the bulk of it. Yeah, I guess I'm a Jersey boy. You are, right? But, Me but too. I had a little heart. time in Michigan and Kentucky and earlier. I didn't really pick up. I don't have like a thick Jersey. Is there a thick accent, Jersey accent? You know? There is. Yeah. You think? I think plenty of people have it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Like, my parents are both from Jersey. I don't know if I have it. I don't know what it sounds like. Is it close to New York? I don't think you have it. No. It's close to it New would, York. It would probably come out if I... You mean it's sort of like Philly-ish? Got, mm. yeah, it's kind of like between... Philly you know, and just New like York? the geography. It's between mm. Philly and New York. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as awful as Philly. So Slightly worse than New York. So what did you do? <laughs> you went to high school. Were you in trouble? Yes. Uh. Yeah, I was in trouble in school all the way through pretty much. Like once middle school hit, once I like made other kids laugh. You're a large guy. Were you a fighting guy? Uh, not in high school. Oh, no. good. No, not in high school. What do you mean? What, later in college. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you put it off that long? Uh, yeah. Well, I just got in with these dudes in college, and that's what we did. We drank and fought. People. Yep. Like unprovoked. Yeah. Every, everyone was kind of. Everybody's kind of looking for it in that situation, you know. <laughs> Bunch of know. young men. <laughs> looking for trouble looking for trouble yeah something to prove yeah <laughs> so how never in high school i never really got in fights like i was the opposite like, yeah kids would try to bully me because i wouldn't get i, I didn't want to fight and you're huge but you're i wasn't tall. this big then when did that happen i grew late i was a couple years ago? i mean i was tall yeah oh, <laughs> i was tall when i graduated high school i was like just about six foot and i weighed about 150 pounds mm. and then i grew so i was i mean i was one of the taller kids at six foot but now i'm like Six six two twenty. I, I didn't have any of this when I was in high school. What were you doing in high school? Drugs? Uh, no, no, not at all. Booze? No drugs at all. We, my friends and I, we, we you know, we drank really? beers. Sure, man. We drank beers. Get people to buy a six pack outside the liquor store. We, yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> or we'd go into the city. We'd take the train into the city. Oh yeah, or you could drink eighteen then maybe. No? Yeah, or we could go to like a deli and yeah. buy you know a case you of get beer away for with it? fifty bucks or Isn't something. Isn't funny you would do? <laughs> Like, you know, like you're from Jersey, it's like you'll drive an hour and 10 minutes yeah. just to get the fucking beer. Yep. And come back and then you're a hero. Yeah. My friend and I, we you went into the city. get back at 11.30 at night. <laughs> yeah. We did it. I got a 12 pack. <laughs> <laughs> we, my friend and I took the train in. Yeah. Uh, and we brought a hockey bag. Yeah. And we loaded it. We didn't, we didn't think about it. We right. loaded it, as, got as much in there as we could. Beers? Beers, wine coolers, yeah, whatever we could get, we yeah, have a party, right? Uh, but you bought them. It wasn't like we you bought were them. No, them. no, we didn't steal them. Yeah. We bought them uh, for like five times what they should have cost at a bodega or something. Yeah, yeah. like a little, you know, I think it was a, ch- a Chinese couple owned the place. <laughs> yeah, and we knew they would serve us, but right. we couldn't carry the bag. We put so much into it; it was too heavy. We had to carry it like thirty feet at a time. <laughs> Two guys on the subway <laughs> or on the path to the train? path train, yeah. <laughs> like it was a body, yeah, totally. Except you could, you knew what it was because every time we set it down, it was like clang, bang, bang. <laughs> we didn't get busted. Somehow we made it all the way across our little hometown and everything. <laughs> They're not looking for a couple of teams. Maybe they are. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. So no interest in comedy in high school. I I I was interested in being funny. Mm. I knew that I liked to be funny. When, yeah. I, when I got when I made the other kids laugh at school, that's, that's when I kind of felt the best, and I knew that about it. You could disrupt a class with some confidence. I could, yeah, yeah. And I could say so once in a while, I make the teachers laugh. Yeah, oh, that's always good. A little they, bit reluctantly because they, they they're pissed off that you're disrupting, but then you laugh, and they it doesn't it doesn't end well like that. Though it's not like they're going to be like, all right, I'll let you get. 
squeak by. No, no, I got kicked out of class a lot. You did? Yes. Like go. What? I would still do okay because they, it wouldn't affect my grade. Right. But they'd be like, you, you're, you're ruining. You're killing. You need to get out of here. You're killing. Get out. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, but as far as like stand up, I yeah. didn't see that much. I, I mean, I saw like some whatever I could get away with seeing on late yeah. night. You know, like right, Carlin yeah. and sure. And Richard Pryor. But it wasn't, your, it wasn't necessarily your It wasn't thing. like my, I loved stand-up. And I've always just, been very self-centered. Sure. <laughs> like, it was always about me. I, I was right. like, what can I do? What do I want to do? You know? Right. But in in terms of just life? You yeah. Know, so, like, stand-up, uh, but that that seems exactly what you need for stand-up. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I really stumbled into it. I, what, my, I always loved movies. Yeah. What was what you so you just went to college with no goal or drive or anything? I went to college to be a marine biologist, believe it or not. Oh. Uh, and and for how long did that dream last? Uh the first year. <laughs> and then I got an idea of what it was going to be and oh. and I was like, mm. how much you had to study the well, science? No, I didn't mind that. I liked that part, but yeah. I, I I didn't want to be like broke on a boat by myself. <laughs> Just like you know, compiling data. I'm like, that's well, not the dream. Pulling nets out of the water. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like counting algae counting species and you know, no. yeah. Well, and what, what like, made? What do you think made you want to do that to begin with? I always loved Jaws. Uh, like you like marine that. life. Oh. I have reef tanks to this day. I still, I'm still you into do? it. What's a reef tank? It's like a uh, fish tank, except yeah. it's more about the corals than it is about the fish. Wait, you keep living corals? I do. Yeah. So it's saltwater tank. Yep. And you manage those. I do. Who's taking care of them right now? Uh, I kind of have created this little system so that yeah. uh, there's not as the maintenance is not as much. But like when I go home, I'll be yeah. home in a few days. Yeah, and I'll, I'll you know you'll get involved. I'll do some maintenance work right. on it, which so, I like. It's like working in a garden. It's like uh, peace of mind kind of thing. Yeah. So you have living coral. Yeah. Yeah, and, they're amazing. They're like the coolest thing on earth to me. They're, yeah, they're like somewhere between a plant and an animal. It's like, yeah, it's like a plant that moves around by itself. Well, uh, <laughs> is that what they they move? They do. Yeah, Carl moves. Yep, they'll move around. They attack each other. They fight over territory. You're talking about the rocks in the ocean? Not the rocks. Hmm. The rocks are there is a th- such thing as live rock, but it's not actually that the rock is live. It just has like a whole ecosystem within it. But isn't that Carl? Isn't Carl uh, around a rock, or Carl is its own thing? The, that live rock is kind of where what coral ends up as. Mm. Uh, but no, the corals are the bright colored. Some yeah. of them are soft. Some of them are hard. Some uh-huh. of them are... And, oh, they're, yeah. and they're very much alive. The hard ones don't move, but the soft ones do. So you have a bunch of soft coral. I do. I have both. Moving. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Are there fish involved in this thing? There's only a few in there. Really? Yeah, because it's not really about the fish. Well, and, so people come over and you got to explain to them what they're looking at? Uh, yeah, but they're they're interested, you know. Sure. They're not like, where are the fucking fish? They're like, really? No they're like is... wow, these corals are amazing. What are these? You know? Oh, really? Because oh, there's so... a lot. It's like- Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. It's a huge tank. It's uh, 100... Cash cab money. 150 gallons, yeah. 150 gallons? Yeah. That's Which like isn't a... huge. By, by today's fish tank standards, it's not that huge. Well, who's judging, who, whose standards are those? Well, 150 like... gallons seems very big to me. It's pretty big. It's like a bathtub. How many you got? How many? How, How many, many tanks? What? Uh, I have two. Two tanks. 250-gallon tanks. Do you have like a, a functioning aquarium yeah. at your house? I Kind of, yeah. You could have kids over and, and educate. I could a little yeah. bit. I have. Yeah, well, my... <laughs> Come on in, kids. Yeah. We're, we're going to yeah, talk okay. about corals coral. for a minute. I can, tell you, I can tell you everything you need to know about coral. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you have, have relatives, nephews, nieces. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And they come over and enjoy the coral. No one says, "Where's the fish?" No, everyone says, "Where, <laughs> where are the fish, Ben?" <laughs> I'm like, it's not about the fish. <laughs> it's about the corals. <laughs> and they're like, "Really?" Well, the you know the the pro- there's a few fish in there, but okay. they don't. 
The clownfish that dance in the anemones? Do you have anemones? I do. I have red bubble tip anemones, ah. uh, which for for a year yeah. I had one of them, mm. and it didn't, they split is what, how they That's get how they reproduce? They split off. Yeah. yeah. And that one didn't? It didn't split off for more than a year, maybe a year and a half. Maybe and it wasn't then, comfortable. And yeah, I guess it, it, but it got comfortable, yeah. and it like, boom, like the whole thing is just, it's Filled all over the that? whole tank. Yeah. Ah. It's pretty is cool. That, is that invasive, or is it just pretty? Uh, it's a little bit of both. They're oh. all a little, they're all a little bit invasive. They all want to expand and like claim more territory. What other things do you have in the tank? Tell me the names because I like the what was it? The red tip. The one? red bubble tip oh, anemone. Red bubble tip anemone. Yeah. Got plenty of those. That's where clownfish host, hang out. They host in it. Is the it's so her. you have clownfish? I do. They're oh, the so only fish I have left. Are a couple of clowns. What happened to the other ones? They died. And and here's the problem. Yeah. I don't have a good quarantine tank, which oh. you need to introduce new fish. Oh. So it's, I'm just kind of stuck. Wait, I, what do you mean you don't have a good one? You have a I have a t- I have a quarantine tank, but it doesn't get as much attention as the other tanks, and it's off in the water is not hospitable for fish. So I can't just buy a new fish and put them in there. Why can't you just keep an eye on that tank? I mean, is it because is it, I'm you know you? doing cash cab and trying oh. flying around doing a tour, and oh, I, just, oh. I don't have I don't have as much time for it as I would like oh, that, for so. the quarantine tank. But the other stuff sort of self sufficient. It's more self-sufficient because I made it that way. Like uh, I have a, I have a system to mix the water. You have to make water. You have to purify the water. Yeah, and then add the salt. Holy right? shit! So I'm, I've kind of created a system to make that quicker and easier. You are a marine biologist. I guess I am on a very small <laughs> level. I'm in my own little what, world. I'm a marine what, biologist. <laughs> what, 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 <laughs> That's fucking awesome! I can't believe that you, you saw that it. in one you second, and it. I, I haven't you noticed did it. it. <laughs> You're living your dreams, and you can have it both ways. I think you're, you're right. Not, you don't have to spend your life on a boat. You yeah. have enough money. You got an aquarium at home. Yep. Coral okay. that you keep up keep up with and observe. What are the other corals you have? Oh, uh, there's some frog spawn. Oh, nice. Uh, mm. Which it's fun. It's interesting. There's yeah. uh, <clears throat> freshwater equivalents of a lot of these things. So there's like freshwater frog spawn. But you don't deal with freshwater. It's not the same stuff. It's different. It's not as pretty. Or it's not as pretty. No. Mm. That's the great thing about the saltwater. Yeah. The those like brilliant colors that uh, come out. Frog yeah. spawn. Frog spawn, red bubble tip, red bubble tip anemones, anemones uh, and actually, I have a whole bunch of new ones that I don't even know what they're called because oh. I found a place I could order them, and they just send you what they call frags, yeah, just little fragments of different uh, ones, Carl? and then you try to keep them alive. And so that's that's the the sort of like that's the nerd word that people who are into Carl will understand, like frags. Yeah, yeah, I got how many, some. How many frags have you got? Did you, did what they, kind of frags? What kind of frags? Yeah. Well, you can't even answer that. You don't know. You know, I don't know what they you're, are. You're kind of slacking on your marine biologist duties. You're I like, am. nah, just throw it in the tank, see what happens. But see, that's kind of how I am. Like, uh-huh. it's a hobby that I put a lot into and everything, yeah. but I'm not like crazy over the top into it it doesn't like dominate me like i don't feel the need to know the exact name of everything well if i can sit and look at it and enjoy it then yeah. then that's it's serving its purpose right you know? well i mean have you met people in the coral community reef geeks yes reef geeks yes it's a real thing it's a term yeah <laughs> and i have and they would know they would be so ashamed of me yeah they would they would be not ashamed they'd be perplexed by me because they'd be like, like what why, you, what, how are you so into this and you don't know the names of the fucking corals? What's the matter with it's you? It's simple, Ben. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm we, like, we're doing no. one thing. It's a very specific thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you nope, can't. Not for me, no. <laughs> I know as much as I need to. <laughs> Reef geeks. But they would know that. I could probably like post a picture of my tank and people would be like, oh, well, that's. And they oh, would good. go through and label well, them. Well, then, why don't you do that? Okay. 
I'll don't have to do it now. No, I'll send. I can send it to you. No, I'm not that. I just want you to <laughs> keep up. All right. <laughs> okay. So before you got involved with the tanks, I like this is your version. This is this is luxury for you. This is, you know, you made a little money, you know, and you're like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get the tanks. Yeah. Well, it's it's interesting you say that because uh, the tanks originated when I was like in fourth grade. Oh. Uh, what do you I, mean? When I was in high school, I had fish tanks surrounding my bed. Really? Yeah. Like I would go in and lay down and I would be literally surrounded by And your parents were fish. just sort of like, it's good. He likes fish. I think by then they were like, well, that's what he's into right now. Like, yeah. I, I always like dove hard into stuff, but right. that one stuck around. And fish. Then I, yeah. And then I didn't have tanks for years and years. But these were not, these were not salt water tanks. No, those were fresh water back then, which and is yeah, good. I wasn't responsible enough to manage them as a kid. No, of course not. But you built, you had it surrounding your bed? Yeah. I had, there were fish tanks on all sides of my bed. And did you did you think you were underwater? It felt like it. It felt like That's I just loved it. I just wanted to be underwater. How old are you? I don't know, 14. Wow. Something like that. No weed? No weed. Not yet. No. no. Not until college. No, that came college. later. The fighting and the, the weed. The fighting and the weed. You know how those two go together. Just, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't at all. <laughs> See, I'm a, You're a I don't fit the mold. I'm a, I'm a strange animal. But I think what we're, we're, what we're establishing is that uh, fish tanks have always been part of your life. Except for in college when you're kicking people's asses and smoking weed. Yes. Well, and I didn't actually get back into the fish tanks until after my divorce. Oh. Uh, and then- Around the time of the guitar. And then I was like, uh, no, I was playing guitar the whole time. Mm. Since I was 12, I played guitar. So uh, that was something- Which you like, obviously looking around, you do too. I did not know that. You didn't? No. No, I think we discussed it. I think it was Maybe part of our- Maybe that night. <laughs> yeah, I think it was part of that conversation. Like, <laughs> yeah, we should yeah. jam. Oh my God, you you're were right. Like, you came o- you were like, uh, people come over and jam sometimes in New Jersey yeah. at my place. You sh- we should do it. And I'm like, okay. And then we never did. Well, what am I going to do? I live in yeah. California. I yeah. mean, I don't know when we have this conversation, but I it seems we did because I know things. Yes, it's so it's bizarre. I don't remember the conversation. Yeah, I don't but, know. I don't know what it yeah, was. I've been playing music all along, man. Me too. Since twelve, I love it. But did you play in bands? Yeah, in high school or? Uh, well, con- I mean, in college or kind we were. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, remember? Do you remember? You know Gaffigan's bits at all? Yeah. He had the bit about like the band, the band that plays at the party in high school. Yeah. And he's like, this next song is about chasing dreams. It's yeah. called Dream Chaser. Something about <laughs> that bit just sums up like what being in a band, air quotes, yeah. was like for me in high school. Because we weren't very good. We weren't doing much. But we would play like at a party. You know, if one of our Three friends songs. had a party, we'd play a couple of songs. And yeah. then everyone's like, all right. <laughs> stop. Please stop. <laughs> Please, you never like, but there were there were definitely cats in high school who were like doing it. Like, were yeah. cover bands yeah. that could play like a bunch of shit. I, I was, was not one of those guys. I was no. in the kind of band that you just talked about. Maybe right. one, we knew like four songs. Yeah. Played a couple parties, and that was the end of it. But I, it's, just, it's similar for me to all my other things. I didn't want to learn how to play cover tunes. I wanted, I wanted to write my own, make my own music. Why do that now? You know, I never was a guy to, and I I think it's funny. That's interesting because I don't learn leads. Like I'll learn licks and I've put together a lot of licks and, but I never sat down and listened to, tried to learn Van Halen lead or Mark Knopfler lead or even a Mike Campbell lead. I never, you know, but like I'll do it with some blues licks, but I'm the same way. And I think there's something about that. Like, I think there's something about comedy where it's sort of like, you know, like this is for... As hard as it is and as crazy it is, it's sort of like the path of least resistance for those of us who don't want to work too hard at other shit. Right. Well, and who are like individuals? Like, 
right total right. individuals i mean like, you get like once you start doing comedy and you want to you know it's not we're not going to slack off and we're going to work hard and in which we have uh but but it is sort of like it's totally up to you Exactly. Yeah, you know, it's I like, will work hard, but not on someone else's terms. Exactly, on, like, on you know, my own, and that's and even it. Yeah. With guitar, it's sort of like, well, do you know how to play this lead? It's like, why would I want to do that? Yeah, when no. I can make my own lead up, it's like no yeah. one gives a fuck about your lead. I'm like, oh, yeah, but but it bothers me. I, I'd like to be better at guitar. I always hard on myself about the guitar, and not as much with comedy, but still with comedy too. Like, right. yeah. why I'm not doing this? I'm not working hard enough, or I should know more more guitar. Yep, I do the same. You do? I do, and I and. Now it's funny. Later in my life, I've yeah. kind of had a little fun learning more covers, right? Songs that I really love, and I go, "Wait, I think why didn't we do this one?" Yeah, I think I know how to. I could figure out how to play that. I've been you playing can for out years. To play anything? Yeah, totally. You just yeah, have to practice. That's a great thing about the, the about musical instruments. They're all, they're always the same. Yeah. <laughs> so and you, now if just, they could do it, you, you should be able to figure it out. Go on YouTube. Yeah, and just say like, learn how to play whatever. And there's a guy going, "Okay, so <laughs> yeah, the first thing you forty guys, do, yeah." <laughs> Which guy could I? Do I want a yeah. British guy? Do I want a <laughs> British guy? There's yeah. always one British guy. There's always a couple of British guys. <laughs> yeah. So it's so, fun though. I've I've really had a lot of fun with that in the last few years. What my, learning songs? Yeah, my buddies will come over and I'll be like, I got I got another one. What Let's now, play. You know. What do you got? A drummer? Uh, I have a drummer. I have a bass player. I have a couple of guys. Uh, and these are guys for you've each. Known all your life. My drummer, the guy that drums with yeah. me, is a professional drummer who I've known since you know fifth grade or something like that and he'll he'll fucking slum it out with you he will yeah, yeah that's nice yeah well we had a good time i started uh a sabbath a black sabbath cover band hmm. like 10 years ago now i messaged my buddy the drummer billy yeah. and my buddy beck the bass player yeah i said i'm thinking of i was just like i just found sabbath i never was that into them before but i like Wait, listened to a lot in your of your 40s yeah yeah me too did you really yeah I, I didn't have an appreciation for them when I was a kid. There's a lot of things that I, I not missed, but I just didn't know. And yeah. uh, like I knew Sabbath enough to, I believe I think I saw them once when I was in high school, but I wasn't a right. Sabbath guy. Yeah, no, I wasn't either. I was yeah. like more of a Zeppelin guy. For sure. And I was not allowed, there was no Ozzy Osbourne was allowed in my house. No? No, like my mom like heard the stories of what Ozzy was doing. No, there will be no. Really? Yeah. Religious lady? No, not really. Just, just creeped her out. Like moderately religious, yeah. but not obsessively. But she, yeah, she just thought it was weird. She, you know, yeah. all the hype about him being sure. a Satan worshiper and all sure. that garbage. You but, don't need your kid doing that. Let him, let him stick with fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you just focus on the fish tanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Until they, until I left one for so long that the filter backed up and like flooded the house and uh, destroyed the ceiling downstairs nice then it was like all right maybe uh <laughs> maybe you're not maybe it's time to pull back on this hobby. pull back on the fish yeah. the fish hobby but so i messaged my buddies and said hey i'm thinking about thinking we should do a sabbath cover band yeah hadn't talked to either one of them in a while yeah in less than 30 seconds they both were like i'm in when do we start and i was like no shit <laughs> so we did it it was oh man it was some of the most fun so you had to I've learn had all the life. sabbath licks yeah yeah and yeah. it was like if, when we started, it was like, all right, there's a. I think we might be able to do two or three songs. Yeah, uh, and we by the end we did like everything. Really? Yeah, like all the way through. Yeah, like a bit of finger. Like, how well do you know Sabbath? Not that well. Last track on the first album. Yeah, a bit of finger. You did that. It's like thirteen and a half minutes. There's all these just crazy guitar riffs, and it's. I mean, it's it's fucking awesome. What guitar do you play? I have an SG. All right, so after you like crap out on marine biology after a first year of college, what do yeah. you do? You just beat people up and smoke weed? Kind of. 
kind of. <laughs> There's a lot of beer and uh, bong hits and fuck this world. I was always a dreamer, and I had a period where I got angry at the world because I didn't think that. Really? Yeah. About was, what that time? Just in general. When you were I just, young. I think I, what happened was I got my heart broken for the first time. Oh, who what was her name? Uh, Jane. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. Still in touch? No. Mm. This was uh, college? She was fine. She was, uh, yeah. Mm. But I, it's totally derailed me. Like, I had, I just didn't, I hadn't had that happen before. It's and the I, worst. Yeah. I, I, when I got my heart broken at, just shortly after college, I, I became unhinged. Yeah. And I committed to a life of cynicism and darkness. That's where I was. And booze. Yep. We were yeah. drinking and fighting and fuck this world kind of shit. Yeah. Were you fighting with her? Screaming no, no. She just like, it wasn't even like this awful thing. It was just like that first time somebody dumps you is like pretty fucking brutal. In college, and, yeah. I mean, not like I had fourth grade. There was some trouble. Right. Yeah. But so well, the first time <laughs> there's like real emotional yeah. investment. Yeah. When Yeah. First time when you can drink and stuff yes where yeah you have sort of adult <laughs> feelings fifth grade breakup yeah. after a day of yeah, yeah. S- sitting on a bench yeah. and you're like i can't take this man <laughs> start hitting the mouthwash <laughs> um but so, yeah that sort of derailed me into you know not a great place but i also it, there was you know emotional baggage from stuff from earlier i didn't realize it then i didn't re- figure that out until later like but, what just like um, some pretty heavy shit that I don't really want to get into, but I had like most comics, damaged yeah. damaged goods. Sure, like I you know I developed making people laugh for a reason to get over to yeah avoid the feelings. Yeah, yeah, to get to get yeah. past. I was comic relief. There yeah, was a yeah, lot yeah. of fighting yeah. in my house growing oh, right. up, oh, and I uh, yeah, I was comic relief. I would shut down, so I didn't. It's like I wasn't there for it. Right. And then I was like, okay, it's done. Now I'll do my little song and dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to fix everything. Oh, right, right, and, right. And, uh, you know. Yeah. The, the, yeah, the, the, um, you want to make everybody better. I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, you know, dysfunctional relationships oh, of one role. kind or another, yeah. that's how I would make myself feel, myself feel better was to try to make everyone else sure. feel better. Oh, you were that guy. I was, yeah. That's hard. It was hard. It's exhausting. You end up angry. Yeah, and then when you have when when you go through a breakup, you mm. go through a relationship that doesn't work. It, yeah, that stuff is sitting right there, and you can't make it. But right. you don't know what it is, and yeah. you can't you can't reconcile it with those current circumstances, and then, right? And you can't quite blame yourself. Yeah, so and you, and I didn't understand it even. So yeah. I just I got thrown into a bad spot, and I was like angry and and kind of a you know madman for <laughs> for for a How while. How many years? <sighs> I mean, that was college and then so i would have been 19 and then i don't know like five or six you years, carried it with you seven huh? years not to, but it was, I, was i didn't it? even fully understand that stuff until years later when i went through my divorce mm. that's so, when i kind of figured out the other the childhood trauma yeah so and why these relationships had been so turbulent and difficult because you wanted to try to make everything good i want to try to make everything good and when it went wrong I wanted to try to reconcile these these leftover right, emotions from, but and they and it didn't work because oh, yeah. they were not connected to that stuff. Right. They were connected to other things. So, so you, I was just like trapped. Uh, I, right, I don't know right, where to go right. or what to do. So, so you're trying to get something you didn't get early on, or to recreate something, or to create something perfect from your head that is, was in reaction to what you went through as a kid with these different people, and there was no way those feelings could be resolved with right. those people. Yeah. Yeah. So it felt very much the same. Mm. But although looking back, it's it's they're clearly different. 
Oh, the what? The, two? the, the feelings and the oh, emotions yeah, that go course. with them. They're clearly different. It's like, how did I not? Well, because like, I, was in, you... I was in the throes of it. And also, but like, you know, you get wired as a kid. You know, yeah. it's like that. It's programmed. Yeah. So you're programmed a certain way and your heart's looking for a certain thing. And you're looking for like, you know, closure on that or, or to recreate something or to get something you didn't have. But yeah. how are you going to know that? Yeah. You until, how are you going to know that until somebody hips you to the way it works? Yeah. And usually that's after you've destroyed everything. Yes. At least once. Yes. Yep. <laughs> That's true, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ran it into the ground a couple yeah, yeah. times. Yeah. So what do you do after college and you're in this uh, kind of compressed, angry state? What's the wh- Where do you end up? Before? I, st- I still had my dream of getting into show business and, and making movies, being a filmmaker. That's what I wanted to do. From when did that start? Uh, early on. I, I loved movies. Oh, you loved movies. Movies were my escape. Also, didn't really get that you until later. You and many, many, all of us, yeah, enjoy the movies. Yeah, I love, I love them. Yeah, and uh, and it's interesting to look back. They've definitely influenced me in yeah. a lot of good and some negative ways. Really? Yeah. Like, what, like, like you model yourself after bad people? In no, no. Like, oh. I expect things to be. I expect real life to be like a movie plot. So everyone's, uh, everyone's. Uh, so you got control. Got freak. ulterior motives well, or control something. issues here. Well, yeah. Oh, oh no bit. doubt. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, like, why isn't this exactly like I anticipated it to be? Yeah. Well, no. Why? It's like, well, everyone cheats. Yeah. Everyone lies. Yeah. Everybody will rip anyone off any chance they can. Yeah. You know, it's like the sensationalism that goes with good fiction. Yeah. Doesn't it, real life is not necessarily no, like that, no. but I, I, you know, movies were where I hid. Right, right. That was what I wanted to believe in. Yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I, I, still, I invested in that. I get a little like now that I'm sort of more emotionally vulnerable and a little less fucked up. I give like movies like I get deep in them. Me too. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah me too. Like, like, like sometimes, why it, am I getting so upset about that? You know, it'll take me hours to get out of it, to get yeah. out of the reality of the movie. And then you like have, and then it's like, just who are these people that I have in my head? And it's the char- it's the characters. Yeah, yeah. From that. And like, it'll take like an hour for me just to kind of like realize my life is just what it is. And like, you know, and I just was dragged through this whole process of this movie, and I enter my life, and I'm like, all right. But like, I get very emotionally invested. Yeah. Is, now, is that good, or does that like make you not want to let that happen again? No, no. I think it's good. I, yeah. I think like you know, I. I I think I'm more open to it, but I'm surprised. Like, it does... Like, I've just started recently letting myself indulge in entertainment right. in a way. Like, right. you know, like, I didn't watch a lot of TV shows, really, for a right. while there, because I was working, or I didn't make it... Like, yeah. I there was too much. But now, like, I'll fucking just sit, and, like most people do, and watch a movie or two, and be like, that's great, and co- completely get lost in it. And I realize, like, well, that's what it's for. And then I can appreciate it on deeper levels, too, you know, aesthetically yeah. and intellectually and whatnot. But but some movies, I'm just sort of like, why can't I live there? Why yeah. am I back here? <laughs> yeah, that's a nice place to be. Yeah, 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 right. That's the thing I get. Like, you know, like I get immersed in them to the point where I'm like, ah, why can't it just be the movie? Right. Yeah. And you just watch it like yeah. like a regular person yeah, and yeah. go, that was good. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or ah, I didn't care for that. Yeah. I, I can't do that either. I, it's yeah. like it's the, I'm too yeah. far in. Yeah, but that's yeah. what it was to me, and, yeah. and that's what I want it to be. Right. And you know, it's harder. It gets harder and harder to uh, let yourself buy into that mm. and and escape to that spot. Yeah. Especially if you're like at a movie theater. Yeah. And everyone around you is like chewing and, and eating. Yeah. Crumpling paper. Crumpling paper and whispering, and I was like, I, this, I can't do this. <laughs> What are you? Why are you in here with me, 
eating goobers. <laughs> like this ruining isn't, my This experience. isn't what it's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. So you had that going too. You just yeah. couldn't get out, Ben. There was no way out for you. <laughs> but so I, I bailed. I, I like, I moved to LA on a whim. Really? I went through another uh, painful relationship breakup scenario. And this is after college? After college, back home in Jersey. I, I drove, I had a lot of different driving jobs. Yeah. I drove, I delivered everything from like it? prescription you, drugs to pizza to flowers to you just like, people. Was it because you like driving? Yeah. Yeah, I was always a driver. As soon as I could get my license, yeah. I just drove. I you was, love driving. I, I'm yeah. that way too. I used to I always like want to drive. It's like it's the same thing with the movies, the driving. Yeah, it's like meditative. Yeah, yeah, you know and, and I mean? it's you. Yeah, and you can. It's just, all you. Yeah, you just think. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> turns out that's what I really like to do. <laughs> <laughs> think alone. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible, <laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of true. Yeah. Well, you get out, I guess. You know, you're, you're out. In the, maybe that's why the cash cap is so good for you. Forces you into relationship. Yeah, well, it, they, you know, it comes and, go, and they just leave. There is truth to that. Sure, it gets me back out in the world a little bit. Same with the podcast. With Saved my life like that. Yeah, yeah. It's just like I was a miserable, bitter fuck, and just, people come over, it made me feel better. <laughs> that's cool. <man. laughs> that's a, awesome. That was the whole idea. Yeah, but, I got problems. Help me out. Come on over and yeah, help, well, me, uh, help me help yeah, me work through develop this. Develop my style. All right, That's so actually a brilliant move. I, it was impulsive and uh, desperate, but it worked out. That's awesome. Yeah. So Huge success. Congrats, by the way, man. Thank you very much. It's amazing. I know. It's The crazy. people who have sat here or wherever this yeah, chair no, used chair. to be. Yeah. Barack yeah. Obama. Yeah, on that chair. Yeah. It was amazing. on that chair. Amazing. Amazing. Rich Voss, right there on that chair. <laughs> Um, all right, so you moved here on a whim. I moved to L.A. That must have been a disaster. It wasn't, it wasn't. Uh, so had It you, was literally like- Had you started doing comedy? No, uh-huh. no. Uh, you moved it was out literally like, I can't take this anymore here. I keep breaking up with this girl, getting back together with her. Same one, Jane? No, different, different girl. One. Oh. Uh, and I said, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going yeah. to move to L.A. Yeah. And I literally like just got on a plane mm. and flew out here. And with no plan, I looked up my one friend that I knew lived out here. What was the, the guitar idea? builder? But what, you're going to do movies? What was it? Just I didn't have a plan. I was like, I need to get out of here. I need to go somewhere so else. You're and all fucked up. Try in to the head? figure out what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm lost. Wow. So I'm moving to Los Angeles. That's a bad move, dude. It, I found my way one way or another by doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I moved out here. I I was looking for. Uh, it's a weird place to be lost. I was looking for, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I, it's crazy to think that I was like one of those young people who said I'm going to move to yeah. Hollywood, right. pursue my dreams, yeah, and it, somehow it's worked out for me, you know? Like, yeah. I stumbled right. into it. I, I, I had worked in hotels, so I had some good experience working at a very nice hotel back in Jersey. You did? It's called the Hilton at Short Hills, right across from the, sh- the mall yeah. at, at Short Hills. Yeah. Uh, and then do, I came out here- there? I was like running room service, basically. Oh. That wasn't so, my title, but that's what I was doing. So you came out here, and then what happens? You get a job? I looked for jobs in hotels, mm-hmm. thinking I can support myself right. and try to find some way into the world of show business. Right. Uh, so you had that much of a plan. You're like, I'm going to be in show business. I'm going to do something. Yeah. Maybe right. I'll get a job building sets. or Because right. I always was a little handy. Yeah. You know, uh couldn't find a job. I, I came out of what was then the Hyatt next to the store. Mm-hmm. Didn't get the job. A hotel like way below the level, the one that I had a lot of good experience in and good references. No one cared about my references from You were Jersey. staying at the Hyatt? No. 
Oh, you came out of the Hyatt, right? Came okay. out of the Hyatt from an interview. Yeah. And comedy stories started right there. chatting to a guy named Jeff who was a um, uh, manager at the comedy store. Yeah, Jeff. And it's not the same Jeff that's there now. Not the piano player. No, Another no. Another guy. Another guy. Yeah. Uh, and he gave me a job answering the phones. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He said, you have a good voice. You want to, can you, you want to answer the phones for us? We need somebody these three nights, four hours a what? night. Five, what? 5.50 an hour. What year was that? 93. Huh. And I said, okay. Yeah. Sure. And that's how I got into stand-up. Really? Yeah. Doing the I phone took, job. I took the job answering the phones. I did phones, that job. And then I did you really? Yeah. Was it when the green room had like the uh, the yeah. palm trees and stuff up in the back? Yeah. yeah. And Mike Becker's office. Mike was Becker, right, there. right outside of Mike Becker's office. Right outside of Mike Becker's office. Yeah. Right down the hall from Mitzi's office. Yep. Yeah, I had that job in '87. Uh, That's crazy, Is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that about you either. That's yeah, so that. funny. <laughs> I was a doorman at the store. Two guys from Jersey. Yeah. End up out here with the same job at, at the comedy store. Yeah, she I, fired me. She was already like, Mitzi. Yeah, she fired me a lot, and then Paulie would come in and say, "You're not fired." Oh, so this was so. She's firing everyone. You can't just if everyone that she fired left, we would have, there'd be no one here. But tomorrow. you were like, "Please that, don't leave." So that was before, kind of. It was getting a little weird. Getting a little weird there, right? Yes. I mean, it was always weird, but it was diminishing. Yeah. Right. Yep. Cause yeah. Well, she was was you know, dead struggling yet? at that point. Yes. He had just died. Uh, a few a few years before. So she was struggling a bit, but she wasn't mentally. A little bit. She but wasn't not, sick yet. No, no. But it was like, it was just scary over there. You didn't know what she was going to say or yeah. want. Yeah, she kind of fired everybody a lot. Yeah. And then- uh, Did you ever drive the car for her? Did you run no, her errands? No, I never did, no. But, I know, wasn't there that long before- But, so, but, but did you try stand-up? I did. Do you remember uh, Do you remember Skippy Lowe? Yep. Skippy Lowe invited me to do his show. In the belly room? Yep. Mm-hmm. He thought- that I was a stand-up. I was telling a story. Because well, you worked the phones. Of how I ended up in L.A. Yeah. A story about the girl and, yeah. the, and the flight with no plan and all that. Yeah. And I kind of had some people listening by the end, and they thought I was a comedian, which I was not at the right. time. Skippy Lowe said, you should do my show. Come do my show Saturday. Yeah. And, uh, I was hor- petrified. But you were in. So you didn't cost said, the fact? I said, no, 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 no. Yeah. I can't. And then, but he gave me his card. Yeah. With a picture of him sitting on a bus bench that had a picture of him on it, yeah. <laughs> where he would do his cable access show. Uh-huh. Uh, and I, the next day, I was like, "What am I doing? I'm not doing anything." Yeah, maybe I've always liked to make people laugh. Yeah, I, it's got me in trouble, but maybe I could. Maybe this is, you know. Yeah, maybe I should do it. So, huh. I, so I tried it. Yeah, I called him and I, and I, I did his show in the belly that room. His like, number there in the Rolodex. Yeah, it was just <laughs> with just one card on my cardboard end table. Yeah, <laughs> literally, okay. it was a cardboard box. Yeah. Uh, so I called him and he put me on and I, I did, I did his Saturday show in the belly room like six times. It worked out. It worked out. I got a laugh with the first thing I said. Yeah. And I was instantly hooked. Wow, yeah. comedy store guy. Yeah. That's where it happened. I did. I did like six of those Saturdays mm. with Skip Elo, mm-hmm. and then I, you know it was going pretty well. And yeah. I, I auditioned for Mitzi. Yeah, she passed me like very quickly, dude. Very you, soon after you, I got you're in, you're a regular. But I didn't understand what that meant. It, I didn't. I didn't know yet that that was like such a, a big thing. I left. I, I I was like, well, this is what I'm gonna do. But I'm 
I can't. I wasn't making enough money to survive out here. So right, you were thinking practically. So yeah, I moved no back idea. home. I moved back home and pursued it in, in New York. But you had no sense of the store, the history I, of the store, really. A little think. bit. I had. A, I knew it was a but you famous didn't place. You were supposed and, to be afraid of Mitzi, and I didn't, that there was a system. I didn't know that. I that her passing me was a big fucking deal, mm. and I should have stayed here i don't know I went through some dark times after that dude I, the, right so that was 93 the store did you mean yeah 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 it was it it wasn't like the best of times when i was there no, it I wasn't know. like thriving so no right yeah. right yeah it was like you know it was like half filled rooms i mean now yeah. it's crazy but but man it was like i used to go there when i first got back to la now was 2002 and i was working and it was like i liked it because no one would bother you right you know you could just go in and perform for half a room Right. Yeah. It was, you half know, empty. get the work done. It was less, worse than that when I was there first. It was like, yeah. They couldn't. It was only crowd on the weekends. Yeah. And it's, and not totally sold out, I think, a lot, if I remember right. I used to go. That's how I. So it had the feeling of a, of a, a dying place. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But it also had what it still has the pictures, which is just like this feeling of. Yeah. Of like authenticity, some authenticity, and like some real history and some oh, like, yeah, yeah. There's you know, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot going on there. A lot. I like that place. Yes. I do. But it's so funny. I, so you went back to New York. I went back to New York. I uh, moved back into my parents' house. That's always in good. the basement. Fish? No fish. And uh, no fish. No. Oh. You know what? I did have. I had a. I had a 55 gallon fish tank in the basement <laughs> of my parents at that point in my life. Yeah. I had forgotten. I had some cool stuff in there. Oh, good. Freshwater stuff. Uh huh. I had a freshwater stingray. Oh wow! Which was like unheard of at the time. Yeah. And then I had I had some cool stuff. A snakehead. Yeah. Snakehead. Yeah, that's a that's a fish that eats only eats other fish. Uh huh. And it'll get as big as the tank environment will allow. Wow. It'll get huge. Like an arowana. It's like a really long kinda. It's really mm. long. Looks like a like half snake, half fish. I remember going to the pet store when I was a little kid, seeing the arowana. Yeah, that's they a, eat fish. That's a lot like that. Mm. And they, there was actually a thing with snakeheads. Uh, so many people bought them. Yeah. They were very popular with kids and everything with the tanks. Yeah. Then they would get too big and people would put them in like oh, local ponds and, and stuff. They fucking ate everything. They ruined the, just ruined the population. No Dude, shit. Dude, I go, I take my kids, we go and walk by this pond in yeah. New Jersey. Yeah. And there's African cichlids. What are they? That's a certain type of fish. Yeah. Uh, like a category of yeah. fish that are African the whole population of this pond in the central New Jersey is African fish. Yeah? Yeah. There's like hundreds of them in there. Do, do, does other people know this? Uh, I don't know. So <laughs> do you think it's because someone dumped their fish in there? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> but now there's like a whole- Oh, wow. You know, ecosystem around like those guys. someone should be alerted. Yeah. Yeah, we should let some- I'm going to call the- <laughs> Department the of Game and line. Fish yes. in New Jersey. <laughs> yes. Are you aware? <laughs> <laughs> You'd be that guy. So you're in the basement. <laughs> this is Ben Bailey. <laughs> the fish guy. Yeah, I'm living in the basement of my parents. Uh, and I sad? Happy? No, good. Oh. Pretty pretty good. Yeah. I mean I'm still you sad. Found your, but I'm you still found sad your but you found your thing. Period, but I've found stand up. Yeah. And I know that that's what I want to do. And uh they are accommodating. Uh -huh. They're happy I found something. Yeah. But I'm not just I'm also working. Yeah. I was delivering pizzas, I was delivering whatever I could get. Driving. And then, then I ended up driving. That's when I started driving. Limos? Yeah. Mm. And Bachelorette uh, parties? Bachelor parties? Mostly uh, like corporate oh. to the airport and back. Mm. But Newark? But a handful of, yeah, back and forth to Newark a yeah. lot. Yeah. And like, I don't know, 20% would be like couples going to dinners and shows in the city. Nothing perverse? 
No, never. No. Oh, wow. That's what everyone always wants to know. Was there ever no one any... going like, hey, where can we get blow? Can you get us blow? There was some of that. Yeah. There was some of like, can we find some drugs? Right. Can, you know. Do you know where? Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> People open up to you when you're their oh, yeah, driver, driver, you know. And now you're driving again professionally. Yes. It's a my dream come true. I, I got so a TV show, but I had to keep my you. job as a driver. You can still do stand up. You keep your drive as a driver, and you got the fish. I got the you fish. Got the, you got the fucking guitar going. Everything it's all coming together, out. man. Yeah, it really has. I, I feel very fortunate. But so, where did you, you start know? the strip? No, I went to uh, of all places that I went. I went to the Boston Comedy Club. Sure, oh, in that's New York. Right. That's the, how I knew you. It's the first place I went. I think that's where I met you. Sure. That's where you had the hat backwards. Yep. Yeah. I th- that was a thing. My grandfather passed away right around the time I started. Mm. And he had given me that hat. So it was like a little security blanket. So that was like- I forget oh. that. Some people are like, man, I remember you used to wear that hat every night. You know, yeah. I'm like, I did, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, you did. It was like your thing. It was. I feel yeah. like you had a down vest or something. I probably had a down vest. Or some vest or some situation. <laughs> Joe. But, uh, but I remember, yeah. I mean, what was that like? What are we talking like- that's like 95. Oh, is that late? 96. That's when you started? Then I started in 93 at yeah. the store, but, but you know. Right, but out, out Probably 95 York. when I was in New York, mm. pushing, trying to get yeah, in. Yeah, I was definitely know. around then. Yeah. Definitely. I remember seeing you. You, you know, I, I moved back there and I was checking guys out and watching comics. I was definitely there. You were there. You And you were one of the guys that I was like, all right, this guy is good. Yeah. A lot of people I was like, eh. Yeah. I think I can hang. Yeah, yeah, And then yeah. some of you guys had been at it and were serious and, and good at it. And, sure. And, and I was like, oh boy. And then you remember the guys that you I thought were s- terrible and now they're big now? Yeah, they're like movie stars. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that wild? That's <laughs> crazy. That guy's terrible. It's so weird. I've seen people get funny. Yep. Oh, yeah. A lot of guys. Like, you're just sort of like, I don't know if this is going to happen for this guy. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it clicks. Yeah. They always knew. 10 years in or something. Yeah. Well, like, I, oh, I, wow. I, you're I, fucking funny now. I always used to say to Dave Cross, you know, because I came up with Dave Cross. And, and oh, okay. I, and I've, I've made the mistake. Of, I've had him on several different types of shows where I'm, I'm a host. And I'm like, who who, who would have thought you would have, you know? <laughs> and and he's, the last time I did that to him, he goes, I did. <laughs> that's a great answer. Well, that's true, though, but that's what it keeps is true. us going. I thought it when you said it, they knew yeah. the whole time. I, I was like, I hadn't thought about it that way. Of course they did, or they wouldn't have right, stuck with it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, but but uh, how did it all unfold? You, you know, I mean, you were in New York. You stayed in New York. I was in New York uh, for a long time, plugging away in the clubs. Did uh, you do your Letterman's and your? No, never did it. Never did. Crushed, crushed on auditions for all of those shows. Yeah, but I didn't have management. I didn't. No Tonight have, Show. I've been on the Tonight Show now, but not to do stand up. I did it uh, for when, the cab. For the cab show, I paneled and talked about it and stuff. But I did like Carson Daly. I did Craig Kilborn. Were the evening in the improvs and stuff, or those things were done? Those already? were done, but they there was like done. late Friday. Yeah, yeah I did yeah. Star Search was a big thing for me oh, early yeah. on when Arsenio was hosting it. Huh. I went to the end. I didn't win, but I I won so several it, times. Isn't it wild though? Like you know, because even me, for as long as I've been doing it and having done all the Conans and everything else, that you know, all of a sudden you come into you know the most successful part of your life. Is based on this other thing, like yeah. you know, I you know I broke through doing a podcast in my garage, and there was this period there where people were like, "I really, you're a great interviewer," and I'm like, "But I'm a comedian." Yeah, you know, there's that moment. You must get that too. Like, oh, I'm f- filled with empathy right now. I it's it's totally Cash it's, Cab it's, was very much that because you're me. doing good, but you're it's frustrating. It's like, but you, I do comedy. Yeah, 
It's yeah. like, yeah, it's so funny on that show. But I'm not, I don't no. need to talk to people. Yeah. I, I've been doing comedy my whole life. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's very frustrating. I love your show. But, uh, but what about the. <laughs> yeah. I'm still, I still grapple with that. Yeah. Uh, it would, but, but there was a point where it was very tough because uh, I don't know how, I don't know where you were when, like, flash forward 10 years of From like 95. slogging away in New York. Yeah. Finally, doing everything you're doing. You're, but you're doing, what are you, headlining B-rooms and what are you doing? I wasn't really, I didn't want to. I was right. like, I want to, I just want to crack the rooms in the city and stay here. But you did do that. that. I did. Took yeah. me, took me 10 years yeah. to, to where I was regular strip weekend. in the cellar and shit like Doing that. Friday and Saturday at the cellar and the yeah. strip and right. all those clubs. Right. 10 and years. 10 years about yeah. from when I was back in New York. Mm. Uh, and I, my delivery had evolved into this, uh. I had this very announcery voice. I would deliver yeah. all of my jokes in this I very remember, yeah. deliberate tone. And it was great. It was organic. It just happened. Yeah. Uh, and the jokes hit harder right. with that. Yeah. Cash Cab comes along. People know me for that. I can't do that anymore. My crowds come out and they're like, they know me from the show. They're like, why is he talking like that? Yeah. This is so weird. So they know you as you. They know me as me. Yeah. It, and it's, it was tough, but it forced me to just be me on stage. That's and, great. And it made me a better comic. But yeah. it was a very confusing period that was like yeah. what the fuck is going on yeah. i can't do this thing that's We're been all my the... go-to all these years i can't do it now. and all of a sudden you have an audience and i have an audience knows you a little in a little different way yeah than what you've established but how did you get the gig to begin with cash cab i just auditioned for it uh-huh you know i i and it... what year did it start 2005 wow yeah because i remember when you got it and then like all of a sudden it was a thing yeah like it's a thing what network is it on it was on Discovery is where it started. Yeah. Total fluke that it ever got picked up by Discovery. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we were there from 05 until mm. 13, 2012, 2013. What? Yeah. Eight then, years? Yeah. And then uh, they we, we didn't get picked up again. After eight years. After eight years. Mm. And then it so was all I the can... way to 2017, they, they brought us back. Is that a union gig? No. Ugh. Yeah. So you couldn't even get the insurance, huh? Uh, no. I well, that's an interesting question. I mean, it's a when you say it's a union gig, I'm thinking I, it's not because I'm not getting. There's no residuals. There's no any of that. But it's but I do have SAG healthcare, and I oh, have good. been in SAG. I mean, I've done. So other they got to pay along, you through SAG, but they have to pay me through SAG. Right. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so I so do, you get, do the get the insurance. Insurance, which has been that's great. Great. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. Fucking it's, so it's important. Awesome. But during this time, you get married. Yep. You have children. Yes. How many? Two. That was what, 2007? My kids are 13 and 8. Oh. So my daughter was 06. So right after the gig. Who was the woman you married? Uh, a French a French lady. Really? Yeah. Where'd you meet her? Uh, at a bar in Jersey. <laughs> Where everyone meets French women, of course. <laughs> and that was good? Yeah. Yeah, it was good. But I was too, I was a mess. I didn't know what I wanted or needed from a relationship. Right. And it just like... I was too young and not and not in control of you know I was like how long did it take for it to go south we stayed together for 15 years that's not nothing no no it was good and we're still you know we get along fine we do well with the kids yeah we're back and forth we live on other opposite ends of the same town oh you're in town yeah we both she lives in the house that we bought together I moved across town to another place so now kids go back and forth and I love them dearly I miss them yeah Mm. but, but they're okay yeah, they're doing great. Oh, that's they're doing great. great. Yeah, that's a good story. 
Yeah, it's a, as far as divorce stories go, it's pretty good. So, like, what what happened though? Because, like you said, it was a dark time. Like, how did like what? How did it get away from you? What happened? I just figured, I just figured out I wasn't happy. Oh, uh, yeah. I just and I had just didn't want to face it. Didn't want had didn't want to do, do that to her. It had nothing but, to do with her, probably. No, no, it just yeah. it just like like what am I doing with my life? This isn't this isn't right. This yeah. isn't. I can't just stay here. Yeah. and have this continue. It's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. bringing little people in. Yeah, yeah. Their idea, their subconscious idea of right. what a relationship is supposed to mm. be is not going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that. That's so, why I'm here. Right. So where I in this place, you know? So right. So I decided. Oh, so I had right. To, You're repeating it. Yeah. So I was like, I gotta from your from your upbringing. Yeah. Mm. I gotta go, and, and and you know, it's very tough. And then you enter the darkness. No, I was all right. I, had, I was like, I thought I was through the darkness and didn't realize. I didn't even fully understand what was going on with me until we're getting divorced. Yeah. I agree. Let's go to counseling. Yeah. We go to the first one. Yeah. Afterwards, the, yeah. the shrink pulls me aside uh-huh. and says, uh, I'm going to recommend someone else for you to see yeah. about your depression. Huh. And I, that's what I did. I'm like, what? I'm not depressed. And she snickered. <laughs> You've been caught. <laughs> yes, you are. I'm like, no, I'm, and I'm, even as I'm saying, no, I'm not. I'm like, oh my God, I absolutely am. And I didn't know. I was like, so, you even know. You just manage it like we do, like yeah. the comics manage it. Boozing, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And, whatever. Uh, just in, yeah, the Managed life. it. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to, that's the hole. You're trying to fill that hole. Yeah. Uh. So I, she was right. I, so I went and saw somebody, and it changed my life. Really? Yeah. But when did you? Have I went in there like this is bullshit. Into the and guy. I sat down in front of this guy, and I just the first little bit of conversation, I just cried for like. You lost it. I lost. He it. asked you some general questions about depression, and you're like, "That's me." Yeah. No. He. I think he was like, "Why are you here?" Yeah. And, and I was like, <laughs> and just like all, everything just came pouring out. And then I was just like out on the street, like, what the fuck? Good moment. What is going on? But, yeah. but then from there, like, I, you know, I understood all those things. And, and Did you get on the medicine? No. You just like no processed? Meds. No meds. Yeah, I said that right out of the gate. No, yeah. no meds. So you did talk therapy until you got yeah. shit straight? Until I understood it. And then there, you know. You he, sobered up or? Yeah. Yeah, well, I had done that previously. Mm. I had I had gotten to a point where I was a real mess, and I, so I didn't drink. I didn't I didn't touch alcohol for five years, mm. and that also changed my life. You know that I like just the clarity. Yeah, you just went cold turkey, didn't yeah. do anything. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it took a lot of tries to do that. Sure, but finally I did. Yeah, and finally now I was like, I'm. This is going to ruin everything. Yeah, where are you at with that now? Now I'm I'm like after five years I'm in a I'm like I I have a couple of beers yeah you know and that's it that's yeah, good yeah when did you write the dark songs uh divorce divorce time oh before you went to the depression depression guy yes uh, yeah oh during the divorce yes you, uh. yeah I had built this addition on my house <laughs> yeah. which is, was unfinished what year was this is when I talked to you yeah yeah this has got to be when and yeah. I must have been drunk because okay. I don't know where we were or anything yeah. but. But anyway, yeah, I built a So I that was 2000, studio. what year was this? Did you get to- Uh, 2011? Yeah, this sounds right. Yeah. 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 But right. so I wrote, I was out in there. My family was visiting. Yeah. That's the worst part of my divorce is that my family blamed me and, and didn't, 
like thought it was a mistake and didn't think I was doing the right thing. Your parents? Yes. Yeah. Uh, if they ever hear, listen to this, be like, what? No, we did not. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but so I was like hiding yeah. from my now ex-wife and family. It was yeah. all in the house. I was out in the unfinished <laughs> thing, like chain smoking and playing a guitar and drinking whiskey and just like, yeah. what the fuck is going on in my life? What yeah. is it? When is this not going to be how I feel? Wow. <laughs> At what point? You know, and Just jamming. Just jamming, writing and singing. And Did you record like, that stuff? I have recorded that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, how's that sound to you now? I I love it. Oh yeah, I love it. It's one of the one of the things I'm most proud of in my life. Really, album of tunes. But I put and it's out there. But I, I you published it? Yeah, but well, I didn't put my name on it. What does that mean? I mean, I just put the name of a band and uh, where is it? It's on. It's everywhere, but no one's listening to it. <laughs> but you people could. <laughs> but now you don't want to you still don't want to connect yourself to it? No, I want it to like live on its own. Uh-huh. And how's that going? Fine. Fine. <laughs> I have I don't have any expectations. I'm not, you know. So how long It was about the, making it. How know? long has the album been out? Since August. Oh, it's new. Yeah. Just and this year I finally put it out. I spent 3 years producing, mixing, mastering it. With those guys? Yeah. With the drummer and the bass player? Yep. And it's just the name of a band. Yes. That you're not going to say. I I don't want to cuz it would defeat the purpose of me not well, how do you promote it then? I don't. I don't care to promote it. If people find it and they like it, that's great. <laughs> and they'll listen to it and how, enjoy it. But how do you get the fire started? What do you what mean? Do you mean? Do get... People are just going to browse by it on iTunes? I don't know. I, it's, it's not about that. It was about making it. But it's on iTunes. Yes. Huh. <laughs> Is it? Did... I told you I'm a I'm a weirdo. I, I've I, I've a song about. I have arbitrary things that I that's fine. I like to do and don't I like to do. It. And I, I understand. It's it. just. Is there any songs about coral? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's all about <laughs> it's all about that fish tank the that red flooded the anemones? dining room. <laughs> kind is a little bit, yeah. <laughs> and what's the life like now? How do you, like do you sell tickets? You know, when you go out and do you... I haven't been on the road since last June. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You just been shooting the show. I spent about four months filming the show, uh-huh. and then the holidays, and then uh-huh. you know, and now this new tour. I'm kicking off a new tour. Oh, is that what's going on? That's yeah. That's actually what I'm here to promote. Oh, not the cab show. <laughs> no, not cash cab. No. Oh, no. I'm doing a tour. I'm doing like 14 dates yeah. from now every other week until yeah. July or whatever. Mm-hmm. But so when you go out, yeah, and I have been to answer your question. I've been selling tickets well in the clubs Good. until, and now this is like a leap to another sort of venue yeah. size for me. Uh-huh. So I have high hopes. But yeah, uh, when you go out and you're yeah. doing a show, yeah, you want to do your set. Mm-hmm. And then once you've done it, and a special, you don't, you'll never do it again, or you, or. I, but, yeah, but it's like it's not policy with me. It just so happens that's the way it works, right? In a way, but, and uh, well, for me too. I don't because, remember shit anymore. Yeah, well, I, I, I'm not going to do bits from ten years ago because I don't remember. I kind of like to try to see if those bits still work. But here's my question. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure they would, but don't you think that your fans might want you to do, like a bit that they love from way back when. I don't know, you know, it's like, it, it's really hit or miss with that. I, like and if you're so going like, to see a band, you'd be like, don't play your new yeah, album. Yeah, I know, but like songs are different. Yeah, but, oh yeah, for sure. You know, like, you, you know, it's it, music's a whole different thing. It's magic. You know, uh, you know, comedy's some sort of trick we, you know, that, and that, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you on that. I no, see what you're saying, but. I mean, like, like, can I, like, like when you watch a comedy special again, you're, and if you're showing somebody else, you're like, "Oh, this is a good one." 
Like, you, you know, like, right. but with music, like, I can sit there and, like, I listen to, um, like, this new Abbey Road record. You know, have you listened to that? No. The, the re-release, the, the no. remixed Abbey Road no, by George it's Martin. It's insane. Amazing. Yeah, and it's sort of like, you know, and I'm you know, I'm almost crying. And that's not happening with comedy. And, you know, <laughs> and I know how the song's going to go. Right. Yeah. But, uh, but, but no, I- Well, music I, would definitely uh, bring more emotion- well, yeah, it's and, just and a it can different, be beautiful. Yeah, for I mean, sure. I don't know. But I don't feel like stand up is I don't a trick. Watch it. It's a trick in the sense that, like, the the first time you hear a joke and you don't know it's coming. Right. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. And you're yeah. sort of like you're never going to get that back. I mean, right. if you do like a long thing and it, like you know, it's you know, it's nuanced. Yeah, that might be worth listening to again. But I don't go back to too many specials right. more than once. Well, that's what I do. My all my bits are long. Yeah. Yeah. Mine too. Seven. Eight. 10 minute chunks i know and it's hard i'm to not let saying i'm go. like a, some beautiful artist or anything but no, i'm saying no, it's no. like yeah, uh, i know what you're saying but and also there's the thing of like even with like some of my like the first five cds or whatever i know that i wasn't very popular then and i know all that stuff it lives five or six hours of material that most of my fans now have never fucking heard right so there's always part of me that's sort of like there's no way they could have heard some of that shit and it's good shit you know but then you always got to deal with the one asshole who after the show comes up and goes like, I thought you're doing new stuff. Yeah, oh like, yeah. Oh. Well, that's and the thing you get it either way. Well, that's How come you didn't do your Google bit? No, I don't get that much. I I get that. How come you didn't do your Google bit? I wanted you to do your nearly flightless birds bit, mm. bits that I love and I'm proud of, but I haven't done in ten years. Mm-hmm. And then if you and then someone else would come up and go, oh, I thought, oh, I thought you were going to do new stuff. Like you can't, you can't please everybody. That's I why went it's back. This little I'm never. Crux. I'm so fucking mad because I went back to England sooner than I should have. Like I was building the set for the special, but I right. went back there. I did like half of what I'd done there the last time, but another forty five minutes of right. new shit. Right. On top of like 45 that, you know, I was working on before. And someone was like, I don't even know why I bought tickets. I'm like, fuck this. What? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, that sucks. You know, we should get our money back. It's like, fuck it. Be- what, because it was the same, because you did some of the same yeah. stuff? right. Huh. So, you know, I, I tend to, like, after a point, I don't even know <sighs> what's fucking, what That's anymore. making me angry. They did it to you and it's making me angry. Oh, uh, fucking, it made me, you know. It pissed me off, but I I do get you, it. I, do you respond to that shit? I did that one. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle not to, right? I then went back a cu- forth a couple of times. I'm like, where do you want me to send you your fucking money? Back? Yeah, I'll send you your ticket money. Yeah, and then that they didn't. They just want to make me feel like shit. Yeah, they just want England. See, well, that's the thing. People also they just want to get get a response from you. I know, right? But yeah. it's hard to know that in the moment. You're triggered. You're angry, I, but to me, it's like they're like I don't tour, like I don't bust my balls like some guys do. Like I go out a lot, but like you know, I have certain markets I do really well in, certain markets I'm not great in. But right. you know, usually I can draw like you know eight to twelve hundred in most places, right. and then there's a couple of cities where I can sell two thousand in change. But that's the top of it, you know. But that's great. Yeah, it's great. It's a it's a living, and it's a nice living, and it's a good audience, and they're good people. Like no, you know, like there's no problems at my shows. Like if I do uh, some club dates, the right, you know, the waitresses are like, these people are nice people. They're adults. Yeah, I'm not gonna walk in and look at a table and be like, oh fuck, that's gonna be a problem. Yeah, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yep, yep. You so, can see them. You can spot them on the way in. Yeah, you know, here but, they come. And I I still do those club dates like that where you know it could be hit or miss, but. When I'm writing shit, and there's clubs I still like to right. do, but um, I, I, my point is, is like, 
I don't like I don't drive myself crazy and I just want it to be a good experience. And, you know, I'm happier if I'm doing stuff I'm engaged in and, and new and yeah. I'm not worrying about like old shit. Like I know that these markets that some people will drive to come see these shows I'm doing and they've seen it, you know, somewhere else because like right. people will drive to see me. But some of them right. are not going to. And, and it's pretty spectacular kind of button pushing uh, set. And, you know, it. but even <laughs> OK, for instance, like. My agent's like, well, we're having trouble with Orlando. And I don't know what that means. So I'm finally today, I call him up and I'm like, what does that fucking mean, man? Is this going to be embarrassing or what? Right. And he's like, well, you know, the place seats 1800 and right now three weeks, you know, left for ticket sales, you're at like six. And I'm like, that's fine. I could show you my Orlando numbers and you'd feel a lot better. (laughs) But you're not at the same venue. Yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, cry me a river, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they can close the sides in the balcony. It's <laughs> yeah, going to feel yeah, very comfortable. Yeah, it'll be fine. That's what I've heard. That's what I've been told. Like you, you're not going to know because you know the, they'll darken the balcony and they can close the sides in. Yeah. We're, so, we're both going to have a great time. But, I, dude, your fans love you, and they are going to come out. Yeah, no, I'm excited you sold about that it. Many, you're, I think. You're no, gonna it's going to be fine. You know, it's just like it is. Like, it is. It's a stressful thing, though. It's like, but it's just weird. You hit these certain levels. I mean, dude. I mean, it's like I used to go. I would prefer a half a room. You, you know, like right. it's a manageable right. situation. We came up doing that. You fucking go on stage at Boston for fucking yeah. twelve people, and yeah. sometimes it'd be the best fucking night you oh, had, it'd be dude. Great. It'd be great. I was just talking to somebody the other night. How it's that like, club. I there was a point where I could go in there. Boston Comedy Club. Boston Comedy Club yeah. in New York on, on, at the end of a weeknight. Right. And do a half hour. Yeah. For like t- anywhere from five to 25 people. Yeah, right. And it was awesome. Best. It was like It was like such a great thing for me as a comic. Well, that's how you that. learn how to connect with people. Like yeah. how you build that relationship with an audience. Like it was like, and I, I made, I did some gnarly shows in there too. Sure. But oh, just yeah. this idea that We used to say like, it sucks the life out of you as soon as you walk in, but- <laughs> It's hard. That's, that was like, but we're going to stick it out. But, we're gonna but the show. just that fucking idea that we'd walk in there and you'd walk in and you'd see like six people sit in different places <laughs> yeah, and you'd be like, we got a show. Yeah. We got it. Yeah. It's happening. Yeah. It's Tuesday and we got a show. Yeah. Great. Yeah. You weren't like, oh, fuck, there's only six people. You're like, we're we like, doing it. I didn't come all the way in for nothing. <laughs> One time. Oh, my God. I, I have kind of forgotten this story. One time yeah. I drove in from Jersey to go do a spot at the Boston. Yeah. I get there and they're closing up. Right. We had no crowd. Right. Son of a bitch. Right. Like, well, I guess I'll go downstairs. Yeah. To the to the baggage. To the in. yeah. What well, it was the Sun Mountain. Oh yeah, Sun Mountain Cafe. Yeah. Then yeah, yeah. went down there, got a beer. I was sitting there. Uh, this other guy, Arnold Acevedo. You remember that guy? No, not really. He's kind of like my my class, or even a little later than yeah. me. So he's removed from you a little bit. Yeah. But he and I are sitting there. A a bus pulls up out in front. And a person gets out and goes, is trying to open the door to go upstairs to the club. Yeah. And we're like, what's this? So we I, we go out and we talk to them. They're like, we're here for the show. This whole bus, full, whole tour group was planning to come to that the show Boston at club? the Boston Comedy Club. Oh, my God. We were like, holy shit, dude, let's let him in. So we go down and we get the guy behind the bar, Patrick, yeah. the yeah, Irishman remember, Yeah, I remember there. Patrick, yeah. Patrick and Garrett, the yeah. brothers. Yeah. Uh, he goes up and opens the door for us. He goes, go ahead, you know, whatever you want to do, boys. We'll run drinks from down here, you know. So we we did a show. We forty people got off a bus and came in. We charged them a cover, and like three of us did a half hour each, and it was like 
and best. we made the money. <laughs> like normally, we'd have like no money for the yeah. shows, or like yeah. eight Just bucks. Have, like weird Jason giving you <laughs> yes. twenty dollars. He was the one. He was there that night. He closed down the club. Yeah. He was like, "Yeah, no show, no show." Oh, that's great. <laughs> oh, it was awesome. It was a triumphant night. It that's was, one of those it great was like nights. The guys in Shawshank drinking beers on the roof. Like we were just like, this is amazing. <laughs> we made like forty two dollars. That's know? what's gonna happen for you in, in Orlando. <laughs> in Orlando. Yeah. I feel it. It's gonna be I don't know. I had a great run of shows last time I was there. Yeah. Like I've never I I've I literally fucking avoid Florida. Florida the whole state. Florida's a a, a unique place. No, I have nothing against it. I just don't mm. find that like they they oh, give a shit. Oh, you feel about like me. they don't like you. Yeah. Well, just sort of like you, you know, I don't know. You know, I, I think I I have some PTSD from a couple of shows I did there in the past. Right. Like there was a sh- and my mother lives down there. Oh, okay. So both of those involved them coming. One was at that fucking Hard Rock Casino right in Lauderdale, which is yep. where my mom lives in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it I was before they built it up. Like now it's a huge guitar-shaped hotel with everything. That's but it was right. before it was it was when it was an improv at the Hard Rock, right? Yep. And it sucked. And my fucking family came and it sucked. Oh. And then there was another time where I was at the Palm Beach Improv and it right. fucking stunk because, you know, the fucking middle act, you know, closed with like, hey, let's uh let's give it up for the firefighters. You know, it was just like, you know, oh. too much. Yeah. And it was just, and I think they fucked me up. And I, yeah, I used to do the yeah, Tampa Improv in Ybor City. Ones, yeah. yeah, they do, and it was okay. But yeah, you know, and I, th- I think I was a different comic then, and certainly I, I didn't have a draw or anything. Right. But, but still, some of those things stick with you. Yeah, yeah. That, you know, and you're like, I'm not doing that. It's when your family comes. Is it the worst when friends or family are like, I want to come to a show, and you're like, okay, I want you to. Yeah. Here's one that you should come to. Right. And then I've had this happen a few times over the years, and they're like, oh, I think we're going to come to this one, and you're like, I, no, no, I. I chose one. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I want to come gonna, to that one. Yeah, I know what's going to happen one. at that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not going to be. It's not going to be what I want you to think my life is. <laughs> yeah, that's when we do privately <laughs> in front of strangers. If you want, <laughs> that's a that's a, that's a, that's for strangers, not for a family. Oh, the juggling act of that whole thing. I don't care anymore. I, didn't call I don't either. I, you remember? You remember Red Johnny and the Round Guy? I do. Are they both alive? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um. Tim yeah. said to me, he goes, what the fuck, man? The round was, guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he goes, dude, just who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Show them how you live. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Right. What, do you want to pretend you're not performing yeah. in these, you know, cl- right. these like shitty basement right. clubs? Right. You are. That's yeah. your life. Yeah. Fuck, you're right, man. Yeah. You're absolutely right. This is our life. What happened to Red Johnny? Uh, Johnny is the voice. No, he's good. Was no, the I voice mean, of what happened Bender. to the round guy? Oh, yeah. Tim, uh, he, he's not in uh, comedy anymore, no. but he like he does video production for oh. like some metals company up in Connecticut. Oh. Got a wife and kids. I always he's do. doing well. Good. I respect the people that get out and do well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good for him. We're still in it. Yeah. And you're doing good. Thank you, man. It's good talking so to you. you. Yeah, it's good talking to you. Are we good? I, th- I, think, I think we're good. Good. Were we? I, I feel like well, we've always been pretty good. Oh, no, no. We have no problems. I yeah. just want to make sure we're closing out nicely. Oh, okay. I think we're closing out nicely. Good. Come and see us both. We need yes, to sell tickets. In Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> huh? Aquariums, folks. Aquariums. I didn't realize while, while I was talking to him that it was... It's sort of, that was the reprieve, man. I mean, you know, whatever was going on in his house that he didn't want to talk about, you know, being underwater or, or the closest he could be to underwater was where he felt peace. 
He's doing okay. He's on Cash Cab. You can watch that on Bravo. You can go to therealbenbailey.com for his tour dates. And I was happy to talk to him. That was great. You can also go to wtfpod.com slash tour for venue and uh, ticket information for all of my winter tour dates. I'm not going to read them to you again. I've gotten everybody I'm going to get in Grand Rapids. But I'm going to be there on the 31st. That's tomorrow. Tonight I'm in Cleveland. Tomorrow I'm in Grand Rapids. And uh, so, yeah. And also, I do this with Orlando, too. I'll be in Orlando. Hard Rack Lot. Hard Rack. Hard Rock Live, February 14th. That's Valentine's Day. But I, I'm telling you, everyone I could get in Orlando, I've gotten. No music. In a hotel room. Boomer lives!